It's Tuesday, March 18, 2014. Threats to systems supporting the electricity grid are evolving and growing. Officials warn the entire nationwide grid could be knocked out. More new evidence that North Carolina collaborated with Duke Energy to derail lawsuits. BP is back, baby. Plus, surprise, Paris discovers stopping traffic really does stop pollution. All of those surprise discoveries and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The Bible thumpers can keep denying global warming all they want, but I tell you, if Jesus came back to California, he would be pissed because there was no water to walk on. <laughs> oh, ain't it the truth. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I hate to keep harping on this since I know much of the country, it's still very cold. But we were up again in the 90s out here in California, and I'm not saying that to rub it in. I'm saying that because it is now officially the hottest winter on record in California. It is the driest we have ever been on record. When should I start becoming concerned about this? Well, I think people are already becoming concerned because it's going to raise food prices since the Central Valley of California puts out something like half the nation's fruits and vegetables. Yeah, but will anybody understand that that's why their food prices are going up and that all of this is tied to global warming? <laughs> Probably not. Not if they watch the other news services. So what do you have today in our Green News Report? Well, first, an update on that massive coal ash spill from a dew energy plant in North Carolina that blanketed 70 miles of the Dan River back in February. A federal grand jury on Tuesday began considering whether criminal charges should be filed against coal giant Duke Energy and against North Carolina environmental regulators. That was triggered in part by new internal emails that show the state regulators apparently collaborated with Duke Energy to shield the company from environmental lawsuits. So the state regulators who are supposed to be regulating Duke Energy are instead collaborating with them to help them avoid lawsuits. Right. In fact, one internal email detailed, quote, exactly how Duke wants to be sued. Duke writing to state regulators explaining to them how they would like to be sued. Thank you. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and that's not all. The Associated Press reports Duke Energy last year lobbied for and received a special change in the law just for them, a special loophole from the Republican North Carolina legislature that protected it from ever having to clean up known coal ash groundwater pollution. I don't think the word regulator means what you think it means, North Carolina. And in the meantime, Duke Energy has agreed to pay the cleanup costs of that coal ash spill, but it's announced that ratepayers, their retail customers, will foot the bill to clean up the rest of Duke's 33 other coal ash ponds in North Carolina. Man, what a scam. But all's forgiven in the Gulf of Mexico, where BP is back, baby. The Environmental Protection Agency has just agreed to let British Petroleum return to deepwater drilling in the Gulf, declaring BP, quote, a responsible contractor, eligible to seek federal leases in the Gulf. Everything's fine if you're Duke Energy, if you're BP. Yep, it's only been four years since BP's negligence and corporate culture led to the deaths of 11 rig workers and the biggest accidental offshore oil spill in world history. 
Remember that bizarre sniper attack that nearly knocked out an electrical substation in California's Bay Area back in April? I do. A disturbing new security analysis concludes that the entire United States is vulnerable to a coast-to-coast blackout that could last for months. That's if a targeted attack knocked out as few as nine critical electric transmission substations across the country during a heat wave, according to an internal analysis by the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, or FERC, that was made public by the Wall Street Journal last week. The paper reported only the memo's broad outline, but FERC slammed the Wall Street Journal for essentially providing a roadmap to a huge U.S. security vulnerability. Yeah, that's okay. Nobody reads the Wall Street Journal anymore. Finally, Paris, France discovers that stopping traffic really does stop pollution. What? After days of dangerously high levels of smog pollution, officials in the City of Light banned half of all auto traffic from entering the city and instead offered completely free public transportation. After just one day, they say it worked. Smog levels dropped back to safe levels. So what did they do? Of course, they canceled the ban immediately. Well, how did they decide who to ban for bringing in their vehicles? They only let in cars with odd-numbered license plates. Uh, Well, glad the smog is down, but that seems kind of a random ban to me. But it worked, and of course they had to stop it then. Sure, it would work if you banned all cars, too. I don't see them doing that anytime soon. Tyrant. For much more on that and the other tyrannical stories Desi is in favor of, check out our website (laughs) at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, download us anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes, where we hope you will leave us a good review. And find us and follow us on the Facebook and the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. (laughs)